Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I am joined by two of my friends while we're missing two others. First of all, we have Anthony Amato, the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato, and returning friend and star of the pod, our boy Zach Markham is back with us. Apple Zach's Markham, good to see you, brother. Yes, sir. Uh, you will not hear the voices of Justin or T Sweat tonight. Uh, both of them have are taking a break. It's you know it's kind of crazy, boys. It's the summer, and uh, I guess it's as simple as you know. Last week, Shimato, you and I missed it. This week, Sweat, yep. you know, it's just kind of like a revolving door in the summer, man. Everybody's got plans. I, I honestly don't know what Sweat's doing. Um, I didn't ask him, but I know our boy uh, Sandy is down in Disney World, literally in Orlando right now. So that might sound fun. He also has his entire family and all three kids. So I don't know. Say a word of prayer for our dear brother, uh, Justin Sandoval. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sandy, when you listen to this, make sure that you are listening to it as you are walking through Galaxy's Edge in um hollywood studios otherwise um you know don't listen to this so (laughs) i do know he will listen to it though he listens to every episode uh so shout out to sweat and sandy we miss you guys wish you were here but the show must go on and a show that has continued to go on is the obi-wan kenobi series streaming on disney plus so we are here to review part four of this pretty epic show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really been enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Really been enjoying it. Uh, so, spoiler warning. Just want to give everybody the spoiler warning before we get in to it. Uh, why don't we just start with some general thoughts? How did you guys just overall enjoy the episode? Whoever wants to go first. The <laughs> rock, rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, lightsaber duel to see who goes first? Yeah, I'm a little rusty. I don't know. Maybe not as rusty as Obi-Wan anymore. Um, overall, the episode was pretty good. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about it is it was like only f- like 30 minutes. That it was, was short. That's it right. was very yeah. short. Yeah. It seemed more like a filler episode too. I guess so. We, we really have something I mentioned, uh, I guess a couple weeks ago when we reviewed episodes one and two is I said that there would be a side mission, which there really hasn't been like a, a side mission yet. Is, is that right? Yep. I mean, I, I felt like this mission went on a little bit longer than it probably should have, but... But it was to save yes. Leia again, which is the original mission. Yes. So I guess in, in terms of, like, when I think of, like, you know, <laughs> when I think of, like, uh, the Boba Fett, the Book of Boba Fett or The Mandalorian, like, there was always an episode or two that was, like, he's helping some pirate, yeah. Yeah, some was, mechanics, just some, you know, other alien. Yeah, it was always, helped. like, one planet onto the next one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Shimano, how how'd you feel about this episode? I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um, well, I would say the only the only things that that I would say was what I just stated before was I felt like they kind of like you know dragged out like dragged out this part again because I felt like they were just kind of rehashing what happened in the last episode in a, in a lot of ways where it was like okay, so you know the continuation of the Leia rescue basically in a lot of ways, and it was a little short. That's probably my only two like downsides, but otherwise I, I enjoyed the episode. Um, I'm loving I'm loving the little girl that's playing Leia. Like she is She's nailing it. Yeah. Like and I just love her. Like you're seeing these little things that you remember for uh, of Leia as she was as an adult. 
and she's playing out at, through her characteristics when she was a child. Yeah, and what I have been enjoying about this episode too is like just the progression of Obi Wan. Like yeah. it's like each episode, like he's getting more and more like in sync with his old self. Even like even in his appearance, because like in the first episode, he's you could tell like he's this distressed old man who doesn't want any part yeah. of the Jedi Order, and then he's slowly getting to his Jedi robes, carrying a lightsaber around. Uh, and then like in this episode, I feel like he looked more like a Jedi than in any of the other episodes before. Like yeah, he, yeah. Like, and he's really getting like in sync, like with his with his lightsaber abilities. He's using his lightsaber lightsaber more, and he's getting more in sync, like with the Force and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. He definitely got more in sync with the Force. You know, um, as we saw in the tunnel scene. Um, oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it, you really yes. got to see more of it, like it finally happened there. And earlier in the episode, they kind of, you know, kind of alluded at you know him getting it back a little bit, but it wasn't quite there yet when he was trying to move his lightsaber. Um, earlier in the episode, so th- it, they're definitely showing that he is, you know, mending his, you know, soul in a lot of ways more yep. than even his body. Yep. And, I, and I'm loving the fact that they portrayed that he, even though he was trying to move that object, like in the in the beginning scene, and he was struggling doing it, he when it came down to it, when it came down to like him having to protect somebody, it was there, yeah. and which is all what it's about to be a Jedi. Yeah. Like you like you put your you put uh, you put others before yourself and that's where your connection with the force is going to be at its strongest. Yeah, yeah, it, it seems like that a lot of ways and it's kind of like the idea of um I don't know, you, you, it, it's somehow it's a lot of the ways you see in superheroes where it happens where it's the extreme moments of like stress or like stuff like that. That's where you really see the like the explosion of their ability and that's that's kind of like what triggers their ability more and more and it starts to seep through and then through time they become more and more capable of controlling it in regular situations as well yep yeah that's that's well said man yeah i i loved seeing the the lightsaber light up and him taking out those uh stormtroopers yeah i mean Right when the lights go out, like, I, I just knew. So, I mean, I, I thought maybe we might have seen – I should have known when the lights went out that I would have seen a lightsaber. But I knew, obviously, Obi-Wan was going to do something. I thought maybe we would have gotten, like, a <laughs> like a force push or something. Like, one of the stormtroopers just goes flying. Um, yeah. But yeah. it was sick seeing that lightsaber light up. And it was just, pretty nice, yeah. Oh, man. It gets you, bro. It gets you. Um, yeah, seeing Obi-Wan – I mean, he's just been killing it. Like mm-hmm. – uh, Ewan McGregor, right? Is that how you pronounce his? Uh... Ewan. Yep. Ewan. Okay. So he he's just been killing it, and I think I'm I think I uh, might have said this two weeks ago when I was um, when we were, did re- review of episode one and two or part one and two, um, but it's it's just a lot better than I expected, you know. Yeah. Um, and I should have known. I mean, I really enjoyed Man- the Mandalorian. Really enjoyed Book of Boba Fett. Uh, and Star Wars is killing it again with another good Disney Plus show. So yep. take note, Marvel. Uh, you yep. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and I feel like uh, like out of all the actors, just take out like the roles out of it, I feel like all the actors from the prequels who deserved to have his, his, uh, his continuation of his character, it was Ewan McGregor. Yes. Like, he, just, sure. he, he had so much love he for the character it. and so much love for Star Wars, even outside of the actual story he was telling. Like, um, I don't know if one hundred percent of this is true or not, but I remember like hearing a story about how the director had to keep on telling him to stop making lightsaber sounds when they were cor- choreographing the fights because <laughs> he would literally make the sounds as they were, 
you know, that's awesome. As they were like training and fight and fighting in scenes, like so, like to me, that just was an endearing fact of like he just how much he really just cares about what he is doing in the in, in the prequels and how much he deserved to have a continuation of his character told. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I wasn't here last week, but man, it is so cool to see Vader. Like, yeah, I was really sad. I missed last week's Oof. kind of discussion. Um, but it's a, it's a like I figured we would get some shots of him, obviously, but like <laughs> we've gotten a lot. We have <laughs> and gotten I love quite it. a bit. I love it, man. Yeah, I mean, in a way, like they're both right now, like kind of broken, like trying to mend mm-hmm. themselves together after what happened on Mustafar and after their great battle. And like you have Obi Wan who's going through like some PTSD type stuff, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of broken yeah. and stuff like that. And then you have Vader who's just out for rage, like he's like he is yeah. pissed at the fact of what happened. And like he's gonna quick to anger for sure, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, quick to anger, and yeah, they're both broken, both in uh, the tank, the back to tanks. That was nice, (laughs) you know. So let's talk about that. So Obi Wan is um, he got burned pretty pretty badly at the end of part three last week, and uh, Talus Talus saves him. That's how you say her name, right? Tala. 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 She's a beast, by the way. She's awesome. Yeah, she's really good. We'll talk. We'll, we will talk about her in a second. But uh, yeah, they throw him in that tank and trying to heal him. Um, tell me what? What is the? What exactly is this like? Are these rebels like? Or is this the resistance? Is this like the like what what? What's going on? Who are these people that are saving Obi Wan? So the Rebel Alliance is—it's not born yet. Like it's yeah. like there's definitely like a rebellion going on, but this is that like its birthing moment. Yeah. Okay. So like this right here is just like a bunch of people that's just trying to protect Force wielders, um, and it's not even necessarily like Jedi who can use a lightsaber. It's basically like Force sensitive. Yeah, it would literally be like people. like people like Leia and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, would fall into that category. Um, yeah, um, is, this, is this an official group, or is it just more of just an assortment of people that are trying to do the right thing here? I, I think it's just like a group of people who's just trying to do the right thing. Like, I don't yeah. think there's no like connections, there's no uh, resources or anything yeah. like that. Just maybe like some freighters with a couple of speeders, and that's yeah. about it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's really just like it's the it's it's the underground railroad. Yeah, that's really no, what sure. uh, what it is, it's of course. Cool. Um, um, and I, I think it is, like, the embers of the rebellion, but it's not, like, you know, nothing has really sparked quite yet. Right, yeah. When you think about it, as far as, like, the timeline goes, like, the the where they're at right now, like, you don't actually start getting, like, a rebel alliance, like, where they're making attacks on the Empire until, like, seven years after this. Mm. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, somewhere like that, yeah. Yep. So, so it, there's no doubt that, you know, you would think people that you see in this show that are part of this group will eventually be... A part of that rebel alliance, of course, but yeah, but we're not we're not quite there yet. But it's just yeah. cool to see this kind of stage, man. I love it. Yeah, it is really neat. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's really cool seeing the 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 setup here, and you know, um, yeah, it's it, it is kind of hard sometimes for me to see Talia, Tala a little bit because she was one of the Sand Snakes from Game of Thrones. And that was those were a group of characters I didn't particularly enjoy. Um, I mean, they were doing their job well, like uh, you know, but it just these were characters I didn't particularly enjoy. So seeing her in a new role where she isn't, you know, as devious like in a negative way, she's like positively devious. Yeah. It, it's it's good seeing her, you know, in this in this role and seeing her actor being a little bit redeemed in my mind a little bit. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Dude, and she's just she's walking around like a boss, man. Like for yeah. real. She's yep. she's confident. I mean, I would be scared walking yeah. <laughs> walking onto that base. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. And she's just using her credentials yep. and throwing her weight around. Literally later, like she took a uh, a dude out. You know? Yep. She. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, she took him out pretty hard. Man, and just like her composure in front of the third sister, like. Yep. That was intense. Like, just she's still in the show for me in this episode, man. To be honest, yeah, it was like triple agent stuff going on. Yeah, yes. Yeah. She's like, I am. I did lie. I am a spy. I had to get into them. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. So, um, but yeah. So she uh, when you know they got on this base and um, did you guys know like what was at the bottom? Like what was at the basement before they showed it? Like. I didn't. I didn't know there was going to be a tomb. I know that there's more at the bottom. Like it's, it, and essentially it's like a pyramid. So okay. the and like right there where you see it at the top of the ocean. That's just like the tip of the iceberg. I knew there was more down there, um, just from like playing uh, Fallen Order and all that kind right, of stuff. Right. Right. Where Calcasus and everything broke in. But um, once you get to that man, like I was, I was shook. Like that was. Yeah. That, that was, was crazy. Yeah. I was. It was insane. I, I was not expecting that to be. You know what it was, you know, down there, and especially like y'all seeing the little, the kids, little, yeah, the young, yeah. youngling at the end, yeah, it, it almost looked like the youngling from episode three, like in that first yeah. scene where he goes in there, like that's the vibe I got, like it could, that could have been him, the first, I mean, the first yeah. one, could have been the first one in there, yeah. So what do we do? Oh, <laughs> man. Or I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe it's a uh, maybe if if Reva was if the third sister was one of the little kids at the beginning like what if that is one of the little kids like maybe she gave up one of the little kids like Oof. to down there Man. like that would be like another like turn of her like how evil and how ambitious she yeah. really is yeah so when it shows that scene like the the first thought that you immediately go to is this a trophy room it's a trophy room of like jedi that they slain yeah. But then, like, I started to speculate and stuff. Like, what if, what if those were like inquisitors who didn't make it? What if those were ones who wouldn't turn against the Jedi? What if there's yeah. ones that they captured? They're trying to build like this, um, this inquisitor group to hunt down their fellow kind, and they wouldn't do it. And then those are the ones that got put on display, in a sense. Jeez, huh? that's yeah, that'd a, be that's that'd a wicked be another thought. way to you know go about it. You know, that's a wicked thought, oh. man. So my first thought was, and again, so I, you know. I am, uh, I've said this before, you guys know way more about Star Wars. I think everyone on this show knows more about, like, Star Wars and the timeline and everything, more, more so than me. Um, so help me fill in the gaps and fill in the blanks, of course. Um, so obviously, this is after, you know, Order 66. Yes. Mm -hmm. We see a bunch of slain Jedi. Um, at first, I was like, are they, like, frozen? Like, are they alive, you know? Um, did you guys think that too, or was it pretty obvious right um, away? I mean, w I, I, the only thing that would throw me off on that is he literally says it's a tomb. Right, right, right. So, like, that, to me, I feel like that was them, like, trying to draw the line with their terminology to be like, there's no, there's no, there's no back room. Here. Yeah. There's no room for that them to just be frozen and carbonite or frozen and whatever, another type of substance, you know, or something like that. I feel like they were, they were deliberately using that term. So where you knew that everybody in this room was dead, or uh oh, that's what they wanted you to think. 
Um, so when you first saw it, like you thought it was a tomb. Like that's what I thought. That's what a lot of fans thought if they're watching this. That's what Obi Wan thought. But what if they were frozen in order to clone them and make clone inquisitors? Hmm. Maybe that that is a theory that they speculated with uh, the Force Unleashed series. Where they like clone, where they were trying to like clone Jedi, and it they it worked out. It's hard to do that kind of stuff. I'm wondering if they're gonna try to like bring that in. It's just a speculation, but like that would be very interesting because like you go from creating a clone army from like Kamino and stuff like that. You take all that science and everything from Kamino and you apply it to make a clone army of of Inquisitors. Like why not? Yeah. I, the the only problem I would have with that is like the basic like uh, the idea of where the empire was going at this point. Why would they turn so hard against clone troopers to just clone something else? Like that that would be the only thing that I'd be like, you know, why would they be as you know, oh dive as hard into that sector? Well, because they did turn away from. Cloning troops to get in troops that to enlist. Yeah, but when they brought in like the the whole cloning thing, like it was it was for a greater plan. Like Sidious knew what he was doing. Yeah. So like I don't know, maybe there could have been another another plan out there where like he needed a stronger army. Like I don't I don't know. It would be it would be a pretty interesting thought. I mean, it would be yeah. cool if they were trying to. I'm I'm not saying it was it isn't cool, but it you know I I just. You know, it seems it doesn't necessarily work in line with my mind of well, if they decide to turn away from the regular trooper, then why wouldn't they? Then you know, why are they willing to turn into this other? But anyway, yeah. um, I mean, I could also see it being like if, if it is in a tomb, it could very well be maybe that's how they keep prisoners. Like maybe those are high, you know, level prisoners of some sort, you know, or you know. To keep people in line. What if, you know, there's certain people that they're trying to keep in line in the Senate or something like that. And they yep. have, you know, maybe one of those people is like the wife of a senator. And that's the way, the way they're, you know, because at, the, at this point they have yet to dissolve the Senate. Um, yeah. So they need to have some way to, you know, kind of keep their people moving in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And I know he said it was a tomb, and I'm not trying to say that it's not, but if I'm going to be devil's advocate for a moment, um, we saw a Jedi, or at least a Force-sensitive... No, I mean, we saw a Jedi get killed and hung, right? Yes. In episode, or part one or two. I think it was two. Yeah. Either yeah, way, yeah, it, was, yeah. it, was week, it was the first week when yeah. they released both episodes. Um, they didn't keep his body. Like, I'm just wondering, like, why would they keep all these bodies if they're dead right so like i'm thinking of like the empire like they're not they they don't waste anything like or they're they're not what's the word i'm looking for clean in, in a sense like they're not gonna keep a dead body just for show like that in, in my mind like they're yeah. they're very like tasked gotta be a very, reason there's gotta yeah. be a reason well, it, it, well reason. if there is if it is a dead body they have a reason for it like is it is it something to take someone down there to be like do you remember your wife? This can happen to your children too. Like, you know, that type of thing, you know, where like, once again, it could be leveraged against a Senator. Maybe that is their wife and they are dead, but it's a reminder to be like, well, your kids are out there too. You know, your family, the rest of your family's out there too. We can always make mm -hmm. them like this. It just, it just struck me as, yeah, I don't know. It just struck me as weird to have all the bodies there. I, I could see that theory if it wasn't just Jedi there. 
but like it was all Jedi like in that tomb. Like you had um yeah, a bunch of Did you of, recognize some of them? Uh I recognized two. Um Terrace and Ube from Clone Wars. And then there was another one. I can't remember his name. I think it's like Opo Ran Kisses or something like that. Um, but he was um, on the Jedi Council in the in Phantom Menace, and then he was like a background character in Clone okay. Wars. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's more, but like those are the two I recognized. Yeah, and who knows how many freaking <laughs> cells or um, you know yeah. coffins <laughs> they had down there. You know, yeah. you never know. All right, um, let's talk about Riva. So. You know, she's pretty intense. She's pretty crafty. Um, she actually, uh, I, I guess she hacked Lola or did something to Lola. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To she put a chip. Uh, basically, I just think it was a, you know, like a little like a chip. virus. <laughs> yeah. Something in there to help her track whatever, wherever yeah. they were going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's pretty smart. She's pretty crafty. Yeah. Um, insanely ambitious. Insanely ambitious. Like, she, I almost feel like. You know the the other inquisitors, like the fifth brother and um, whoever that other one was. Yeah, I feel like they're pretty justified <laughs> in their frustration with her. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Because she is like blinded with this fascination of of getting Obi Wan. Yeah. Um, now, luckily for her, Darth Vader would also like to get. <laughs> yeah. Obi Wan. Right. Yep. Luckily for her. And she's also getting relatively enough results to <laughs> to keep people. You know, in line with that thought yeah, process. Yeah, barely. Yeah, barely. Like she's Dude, like. I thought she was done for when yeah. he when he rushed in there and choked her. Yeah, like yeah, she's she's definitely like scraping the barrel here. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, with that whole scene, like I, like I know, it's it's hard to speculate, but like in that scene, like I I swear, like the way her like her the way her emotions and everything were, and the way that she she reacted, like it was convenient that she reprogrammed Lola. To track it, I think she was saying that out of desperation, so she didn't like get killed. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know if like tracking them was like her initial plan or what. But yeah, what, the, the yeah, I I'll agree with you. It did feel like it was a little bit like you're saying you let them get away, but it did not look like you were dragging them to get away. Yeah, no. that was like, that, <laughs> that was definitely like a last result type deal. Because like in that whole like chasing when she's like trying to get after him, like. You could tell by her face on the way that she was like moving. She wanted them like right in that second. Yeah. And yes. When she, when they got away, like she was furious. Like she yeah. was upset. I mean, how is she supposed to know that the that they'd have two planes just show up to help save them? You know, yeah. like that type of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's smart on her as a failsafe to reprogram Lola yeah. when she when she had Lola. Um, but it was also I don't ever remember seeing her put Lola back. You know what I'm saying? That that could just be me reading way too much into it, but I don't necessarily remember seeing that. But nonetheless, I agree. It's like if if you were so confident about your uh, your plan to track them, like why did you wait until you were getting choked? You might have died right there. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's you waited too long to you know provide that information. Yep. <laughs> you know, um, maybe she didn't want to. Although maybe she didn't want to tell the fifth brother because then he would take credit for tracking it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of that going on too. Secret after secret under secret under secret. Yep. But it also was weird to me. I I don't know. I, just the vibe when Vader was choking her and she said, you know, she's tracking them. And then he just so instantly says, It seems I have underestimated you. And I'm thinking like, What dude, you run to kill her. I don't know. I just didn't that yep. that, that didn't feel right. It, I, I I don't think it was like 
him underestimating her. I think it was like she provided information he wanted and that she didn't or that he didn't know that she could provide. Yeah. And so now it's like a bigger it's like a bigger prize essentially cuz now like I get to get Obi-Wan and a bunch of other force sensitive Jedi mm-hmm. or the path or yeah, path or whatever yeah. it is. Oh, I would have it would have been insane if he was just like thank you and then just Killer. like that Damn. would be sick. Like, that would be really See, that feels more like Vader. That does, and, yeah, okay, that does. so here's my here's my comment, all right? Here's my critical the critical T roll coming out here. As cool as it has been to see Vader, it also just feels a little off. Like that scene right there, it, like he's being ruthless, but not totally. You know? Um and then I, I wasn't here last week, but to me <laughs> it was it didn't make any sense that he Force choked Obi Wan, threw him in the fire, and then now that there's more fire, he couldn't still use the force to like grab him. I I just oh I think it's like a it's like a cat and mouse thing for him. Like he like he's he's like a lion essentially, and he's like stalking Obi Wan, which is basically his prey. I mean that's what that entire scene was. I mean he was really just it was literally like he was hunting him. Yeah, like that's why he was able to get away every once in a while. It was you know it was it was almost like a. It almost felt like a Michael Myers scene, you know, like the person gets away and then they're running and they're running and then he's just there. Yep. And he's, it's more about building the fear and the, you know, the chase than anything else. Yep. And he's definitely wanting to hurt, not only hurt him like physically and have Obi-Wan feel physical pain, but he's wanting him to feel mental pain as well. The same way like he felt on like Mustafar, um, which is, I mean, I'm love, I'm loving what Star Wars is dealing with these whole back to tank scenes is like because then because in uh the Bobby uh in the Boba Fett series when Boba Fett had to go into the back to tank he even mentioned that the the darkest part about yourself is going to reveal itself like whatever you feel unaccomplished about is going to show out and that's what was going on like when both of them were in that back to tank and they're you know reflecting everything that happened on Mustafar they had like that connection there like Anakin or Vader knew like what he was doing so now like Obi-Wan is like reflecting on all of this and it's and Vader is hoping that it's going to like break him down even more but really it's building him up. Well, actually I think maybe possibly he's it's actually he might be doing the other way. Because mm. Anakin is Anakin slash Vader is so prideful Annie. in in his own like abilities that defeating Obi-Wan at his weakest point would wouldn't mean anything. Wouldn't be satisfying. To him. Would not be satisfying. Yeah. Because Obi Wan had already defeated him at his height of ability, yep. so he needs to draw Obi Wan in some ways back to himself, like mm. Obi Wan back to his own abilities, and then defeat him on a more even footing. To to really show it's 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 kind of like the idea if you like you know it's, if it's one versus five, you know did you really defeat the one if you're one of the five? Like I mean yeah. Like, like, did you really show your skill in combat by defeating, you know, one person with four other dudes, you know, or is not. it one on one when you defeat him, you know, and you're both strong and you're both at your height of your connection with the force yep. because he'd already lost once at his conne- highest connection with the force. Yep. And now maybe that's what he's doing. He's trying to draw him back to Obi-Wan at his strongest and then defeat him. Mm. Man, you guys think Vader has that much foresight here? Oh yeah, I, I think he has that much like um, 
ambition and he has that much like arrogance in his own mind. Because I mean, you know, one thing you you do kind of forget how arrogant he was when he was Anakin in his own abilities. Like he was, he thought he was the best Jedi. He knew he should be on the council. He knew he was the best pilot in the universe. Yep. Uh, you know? And he kept pulling himself back, but now like you have full emotional Vader, yeah. like 24-7. Yeah, because in some ways, yeah, like he'd be, and it, it, there would be times where he was, he, he would pull himself back and he'd be like, you know, he, he'd try to think in the Jedi way, but now he doesn't have to think like that anymore. So, like, yeah. I mean, th- there was an extreme arrogance in him when he, even when he was Anakin. Yep. Hmm. Okay. I guess, again, this is, I guess it's hard when you have, I'm just thinking, you know, the entire saga of Vader and Anakin, and I'm thinking about, you know, years of history. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so I'm just trying to think, like, what would he be thinking? I'm trying to get, it's the problem with, like, prequel or things that fill in gaps where mm-hmm. you almost have, you have so many of your own thoughts. I just think of, like, ruthless aggression, you know? Yeah. I don't think of Vader as, like, playing the long game. I just, I've, I kind of view it, like, in my mind, in my mind, I feel like if Vader has a chance to take out Obi-Wan, he's just going to do it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, could be wrong. It and just that, felt a little weird. And at the same time, like the Vader that we're like comparing, like we're comparing like Vader's years apart. So like the Vader we're used to is like he's seasoned. Like he's seasoned in his role. Like he's old. He's slow. Like he's still strong. He's still ruthless. Don't get me wrong. But like we're seeing like a much a much younger Vader um, who's broken. Might ha- might feel like he has to still prove something with to the emperor. Like we have no idea what his relationship is right now with with Palpatine. Like it, it, there's there's tons of possibilities right now. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, the height of his power was probably in Rogue One. I want some more Rogue like, One Vader. Oh yeah, I want. that yeah, I want, I want some more hallway scene Vader. Yes. you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and maybe we'll get something like that. I hope that was like the cherry on top of that movie, man. Yes. <laughs> Because that movie was so good. Yeah. And then you got that scene towards the end that was yeah. like, all right, I'm fully satisfied. <laughs> yep. Speaking of hallway scenes. Mm, hit it. Uh, what do you guys think about that whole glass breaking, holding the whole like weight of the ocean back with the force? I mean, I think it was like just his breakthrough moment in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. No, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> eventually, <laughs> but like I, I think it was like he—he he really just once again it was him getting. He's getting closer and closer with the force as you you see it coming through, and his connection is getting stronger. You know, and you're seeing it in the way that he's using the lightsaber, willingness to use the lightsaber. His he's starting to become more able to control things. Um, you know, whether it be, you know, and, and not, and obviously this was really the first time you got to see him over a prolonged period of time, hold something, you know, with the force. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, and I, it was taking a lot out of him. Yeah, it, it did. But I think this whole scene, um, has proven to himself of what he's capable of doing. Like, like you said, like in that moment, like he's kind of reconnected with himself a little bit. Yeah. So now like he knows that like he's able to pull this off, he he might be able to like reestablish his relationship with Qui Gon. Yeah, he might be like re more like connected like with the Force. Um, he knows that he can get stronger. 
Um, because yeah. you have like right now, like he's gone like ten years without using the force at all, and now like he's gone to this, like it, it's in a sense back. I'm yep. back, baby. He's back. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, I was talking about I want to see Rogue One Vader. I also want to see Episode Three Obi Wan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I want to see Obi Wan kind of back at the top again. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, so I imagine we'll get that. Um, but yeah. All right. All right. What else for this episode? Anything else that you guys, good, bad, ugly, beautiful, um, confusing questions? Um, I just, like, one thing I, I loved was when uh, the third sister was interrogating Leia, and then she draw, and then she's like, well, I mean, just let me talk to my father first, and then, you know, because, you know, we're all on the same side. <laughs> yeah. And it's, oh, I just loved it. And just the look on Reva's face after. And she just yes. was so pissed. She was like, I got played. Yeah. Like, <laughs> By she was like, she's like, she's like, I've broken through. And then she's just like, I just got played. Yeah. By like a four-year-old. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be frustrating. Couldn't imagine. So, um, For me... The end scene where uh, Leia and Obi Wan are back on the ship and they're heading back, like you could just tell, like the connection between the two. Like mm. he, yeah. like she looks at him completely different now. Like this is the Leia that sent out help uh, in, in a New Hope. Yeah, like she has, like she fully trusts him, knows what he's capable of, and the same thing, same thing for him. I, like, I really wanted him in that moment. I know it would not have really worked. Like maybe it wouldn't have worked in like uh, like the timeline as much, but I mean, if he just looked over and was just like, "I'm sorry, but I did know your mother." Oof. Like, yeah, yeah, that would that would have been cool. Like, like it just because mm. she was asking about it, and she, he was like, "You do, you do remind, or, or or just you do remind me of your mother." Yeah, yeah, we might get something like that still. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's still two more episodes yeah. to go, and then um, I loved uh. Well, I can't remember his name, but Ice Cube's son's character. Yeah, like he he did pretty good. Like yeah, like for, just for an the loss in his face too. When, yeah, when they came back yeah. and they and he learned that they lost one of their own. Like that. I mean, that's what the rebellion's about. Like mm-hmm. it's one of many. Yep, one of many. Mm. So here's a question: Reva is interrogating Leia about the path. Would would Leia know enough information? Like literally, like would she know anything that could help them? Because I feel like she's only just recently heard about any yeah. of this stuff. I, I do feel like it was a little like they were putting a little bit too much importance on a 10-year-old. In this situation, Like even if she had d- taken the path like 10 times, it's like, how much does a 10-year-old really know? You know? I, <laughs> I don't think it was necessarily like she would have known anything about the path, but her father could have very well known about the path. Um, especially somebody who was very close with the Jedi, very um, close with like the the uh, the Jedi Temple, all that kind of stuff, like yeah, on the Senate, okay. all that kind of stuff. Because um, now, like he's being viewed as a Jedi sympathizer, like mm-hmm. Reva said that. So now, mm-hmm. like I'm looking at where where is his status going to be after this? Yeah, so, yeah, or even during this, like, are we gonna get a a scene of someone from the Empire roughing him up here soon? Yep. Yep, you that know. could very well be a possibility. Hmm. All right, well, we might have to end on that note. Last chance if you guys have anything else you want to say. But overall, really really enjoying this, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been, it has been a blast. All right, big shout-out to um, 
to Sweat and Sandy, losers, they aren't here. Uh, you guys <laughs> suck. Boo. Uh, I'm sure they'll be back next week, potentially. Um, hope that everyone listening comes back next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we've really enjoyed going along this journey with you. We hope that you will share the podcast with some of your Star Wars friends um, and help us to, uh, to grow the platform just a little bit more. Um, anyways, we will be back next week to review part Five. Right. <laughs> yep. T-Roll doing math. Part five of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. With that in mind, once again, thank you so much for listening. For my good friends, Shimato and Applezax. I, like, never call you that on the pod. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and Markham. <laughs> this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.